This classic fairy tale is by Hans Christian Andersen, and it's called The Emperor's New Clothes. Now, there was once an emperor who lived a long time ago, and he lived in a palace in the middle of a big city. Now, this emperor was very, very vain, and the one thing that he liked more than anything else was dressing up. He loved new clothes, showy clothes, flashy clothes. In fact, he was so obsessed with clothing that he didn't just dress every day in different clothes, he dressed every hour in different clothes. Now, everyone knew this. Everyone knew about the emperor's weakness for clothes. And it came to the attention of a couple of rogues. Now, these strangers arrived at the city where the emperor lived, and they went to the royal palace, and they they demanded to see the emperor. They said that they were master weavers, and they could make the most beautiful and the most wondrous cloth. Well, they were brought in front of the emperor, and the emperor said, Well, I hear that you are weavers. Weavers, they said. No, no, we are not just weavers. We are the spinners of dreams. We create cloth so beautiful so delicate, so fine, and so magical that only people who, uh, the only people that can see it are people who are very wise indeed. No, if you hold a post, a position, that you are unfit for, you will not be able to see the cloth that we make. And if you are a simpleton, then you will never be able to see it. Only the wise may see our cloth, only the most noble. Well, the emperor was intrigued, and he told them to get to work right away. Oh, well, we'll need some money and some materials first. Well, of course, the emperor was happy. He gave them a lot of money. And he also gave them a lot of the finest silken threads and the most finest spun gold threads as well. Now, they set up their looms in a room in the palace. And when all the silk and all the gold thread arrived, they took it with a smile and then they stuck it in their in their bags and then they set to work on the loom and they worked the shuttles went back and forth they were working away but they were doing nothing there was nothing being woven on that loom at all it was all just a trick but they pretended to be working they went through the motions of working but they did nothing Now, the emperor was very excited about the prospects of this new cloth. And after a week or so, he he wanted to know how they were getting on. So he ordered an old minister of his to go down and have a look. He had thought of going down himself, but you know, that warning about only wise people and people being fit to do their job... That bothered him, 
So he decided to send off his old minister, who was a most wise man, and he knew that he was a very, very clever man, and that he would be able to see the cloth easily. So the old minister went down to the room where the weavers were working, and he came in, and they bowed low, and they said, My lord minister, welcome. Have you come to see the cloth? I have indeed. Well, come, step this way. Here it is. And they waved a hand towards the looms, which was empty, not a thing on it. Now the old minister was worried. He looked at them, but... He looked at the loom, but there was nothing on it, not a thing. He couldn't see anything. And he thought to himself, Well, I've always considered myself to be, to be clever. So I don't think there should be any problem with that. I'm sure that I am fit to do the job that I hold in the court. But yet... I can't see a thing on that loom. Well, I can't let the emperor think that I am unfit to do my job. So he smiled at the rogues, at these con men, these crooks that were pretending to weave the cloth, and he said, Why, it's beautiful. It's stunning. It's exquisite. Yes, isn't it? said the men. Do you like the colors? And what about the pattern as well? Do you think that the emperor will like that design? Oh, the, the colors are amazing. He said, well, it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's, it's wonderful. It's marvelous. And, and the patterns, the design, it's are so intricate and, and, and beautiful and gorgeous. And yes, absolutely. Oh, yes, the emperor will love this. And then he made his excuses and he went and scuttled back up the stairs back to the emperor. The emperor said, well, what's the cloth like? And the old man said, well, it, 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 it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. It, it's just the most amazing cloth that I have ever seen in my whole life. And, and the colors are, are like a rainbow. And, and, it, and the designs, the patterns are so intricate and beautiful. Oh, oh you'll love it. Well, the emperor was happy, and he waited another week, and he thought, well, I need to see, have an update of what's going on with my cloth. So he got another minister, who wasn't as senior as the first one, and he said, go down and see how the weavers are getting on with my cloth. So he went down the steps, down to the room where the weavers were, he went in, and again they were all smiles, and, well, you, welcome, Lord Minister. Uh, step this way. What do you think of the, of the cloth? Do you like the colors, and how about the design? Will the patron do, do you think? And he looked at it, and he couldn't see a thing. There was nothing on the loom. And he thought, well... I always thought that I was reasonably clever, but uh, uh, maybe maybe it's that I'm not fit to do the job that I've got. <gasps> well, I can't let the emperor know that. I mean, it's a very well-paid job. It's a very important job. I don't want to lose that. 
So he smiled and said, Well, that's wonderful, that's amazing, what beautiful cloth. The colors are exquisite and the patterns are just delightful. And he went back up the stairs to the emperor. Well, said the emperor, how's the cloth going on? Oh, it, it's stunning, your majesty. It is absolutely beautiful. You, you will look exquisite in it. Well, the emperor was so excited that he decided that he had to show off this beautiful cloth. Also, he was quite a cunning man, and he wanted to find out who was fit to hold the post that they had in his palace. Anyone that couldn't see it obviously was unfit to do the job, and therefore would have to go. And also he wanted to know what the people in the town thought. He wanted to see which ones of them were clever and which ones were simpletons. And everyone in the town wanted to know that too, because the news of this magical cloth had gone around, the gossip had spread like wildfire. Everybody wanted to see this magical, beautiful cloth that only the wise could see. Oh, it was the talk of the town. So the emperor gathered together some of his advisers, including the old minister and the junior minister, and they all set off to go down and look at this wonderful cloth. They went down the steps and into the room where the weavers were working, and they were bowing low and saying, Oh, your majesty, oh, you do us a great honor by coming down to see our work, and I am sure you will be delighted with the results. So they went over, and the emperor looked at the loom, and he couldn't see anything. And he thought, oh, good heavens, oh, this is bad, this is very bad, I, I can't see it. Oh, people will think I'm a fool. Or worse than that, they'll think that I'm not fit to be the emperor. Maybe I'll be overthrown. Maybe enemy armies will march in to take over my kingdom because they'll think that I'm not fit to be emperor. Well, he looked and he looked and he looked and then he smiled and he said, Why, it is the most wonderful cloth I have ever seen in my whole life. Now, the two courtiers who had been down before, they were already saying, Your Majesty, isn't it the most wonderful, beautiful cloth you've ever seen? And all the rest of them started to join in too. Oh, it is oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I've never seen anything like that in my life. It's just so wonderful. Well, then the two weavers, the rogues, the crooks, the conmen, they said, Well, Your Majesty, you should have a suit of the finest clothes made from this. Well, yes, indeed, he said, I should. But the thing is, this cloth is so light and so delicate, it's almost like a cobweb. In fact, you don't even realize you're wearing it when you put it on. It's so fine, and so only a very skilled man would be able 
to do such a thing. No ordinary tailor could create a cloth, a beautiful suit out of the cloth that we have woven. So we will make it for you, for a cost, of course. Oh, and by the way, we did run out of some silk and uh, silver and golden thread as well, so if you could send on another sackful of that, that would be good. And some more money as well, please, if you would. Well, of course, you can have anything that you need, said the king. So off he went. Well, they made a big show of taking the cloth down off the loom, and then they got a pair of scissors and they snipped and they snipped at thin air, pretending to be cutting and shaping the clothes, and they got a needle without any thread in it, and they pretended to be sewing away and sewing away. Well, this was the eve of a big procession that the emperor had decided to hold to show off his new magical suit of clothes. And that night the tailors lit sixteen candles in their room so that it shone brightly, so that anyone outside would think that they were doing their work. But of course they weren't. Well, the next day they bring up their suit of clothes to the emperor, and they say, Your Majesty, what do you think of this then? and they held up nothing. But they pretended that they were holding up a pair of trousers, and they said, Do you like the breeches, sire? Do you like the way that the cloth hangs? Isn't it lovely? See the tiny stitches in it, just so fine. No other tailor could do that. I can see that, says the emperor, lying through his teeth. Why, yes, it, it's absolutely wonderful. In fact, I shall make you knights of the realm, and I shall call you the gentlemen weavers. And he pinned a ribbon on them to show that they were members of his court knights. Well, then they said, and your mantle, sire, and they lifted up, Nothing again, but they pretended it was the mantle, like a big long cloak, with a train on it that you needed to hold up, just a big piece of cloth trailing on the ground. So they said, well, we will have to help you in with this. We'll have to help you on with your clothes, so please get undressed. So the emperor got undressed, and then they made this big scene about putting this new clothes on him, but of course there was nothing there. You see, your majesty, you can hardly feel it, it's so light. Why, yes, but of course simpletons and people who aren't suited for their position, they will not be able to feel it at all. But you, of course, can. Well, of course, said the emperor, of course I can feel it, it's beautiful. And he stood in front of a mirror, and he looked at himself standing there in his pants, and he said, well, it is absolutely exquisite, it, 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 it's beautiful. And he turned around and he says, do you think that it, it hangs properly on me? And they said, oh, it is stunning, your majesty, you will look beautiful. And then one of his ministers came in and said, Your Majesty, everything is ready for the royal procession through the town. 
As uh, soon as you are ready, we shall set off. I'm ready, said the emperor. I, I'm ready to go right now. Well, the weavers bowed low again and thanked his majesty for everything. And then they went down the back stairs and they ran out the back door of that palace and they ran away as fast as they could, taking with them all the money that they'd got, all the silk thread and all the gold thread as well. They ran off laughing at how stupid the emperor was, and how easy it was to con him. So the emperor goes down the stairs, the bugles are sounded, the trumpets ring out, the somebody shouts, Make way for the emperor, and down the steps comes all these important people, and there's a canopy being held over the emperor's head, and one of his servants is holding the train of his mantle, but of course there's nothing there, but he's pretending to do it because he doesn't want anyone to think that he's not fit for his job or is stupid, so he's pretending to be carrying this down. And everybody in the town stares in amazement at the emperor walking down the road just wearing his underpants. But they say, why, <clears throat> your, why your highness? Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, the beautiful clothes. Oh, hurrah, hurrah. And everybody is cheering and shouting and oh so beautiful so exquisite such a fine cut what a fine color what a lovely design oh doesn't it suit him so well when a little boy in the crowd said but 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 the emperor he's got nothing on and his father went ah, the, the voice of innocence <laughs> but you know that little boy's comment it got whispered around the crowd. <clears throat> the emperor's got nothing on. Well, yeah, the emperor's not wearing any clothes. The emperor's undressed. He's naked. Oh! And then everybody started to laugh. And they laughed and laughed and they pointed at the emperor. How ridiculous he looked. How stupid he was prancing down the road there just in his pants. And the emperor then realized how stupid he had been and how he had been fooled as well into thinking he was wearing clothes when of course he wasn't. And he could see that everyone was laughing at him, but he was the emperor. And so he decided that he would carry on with the procession, pretending that everything was absolutely fine. And his servant was behind him, carrying an invisible train that didn't exist. <laughs>